locked in to another episode of The Curious Wire. The Curious Wire. With the most curious person in multifamily. We're not trying to sell you anything here. We just want you to learn real things that will help you elevate your career, challenge you to think and be curious. Join us on this journey to challenge the status quo. Let's go. Hello, I am Quatias Lynette Smith. I am a property manager, lease up property manager, and I, um, I also run the Diversity and Inclusion Council for ECI groups. And, and which company is your day job? So ECI groups is for both of them. I do oh. some property management with them, and I also run their Diversity and Inclusion Council. Got it. Sorry, I messed that up. Okay, so we switched this up. Usually I say we have a guest and they introduce themselves. We started right with you. Um, so Mrs. Smith, I just met you in San Diego at NAA. Um, shout out to Michelle Wood at Atlantic Pacific Companies. I hope I got that right. She's Director of Learning and Development. Maybe we could get her on the show, but she introduced us and she says, oh, you have to hear this story. So I don't want to ruin the story at all. It is a fascinating story. And if you don't mind to share your story. No, not at all. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, you think that the thing, your biggest weakness um, is the thing that's holding you back. But it took me a little while to understand and to see that my one weakness turned out to be my greatest strength. And that's my my name. Um, I do have a very unusual name. It's not common at all. And I remember when I was a leasing consultant uh, with a company that I will keep um, unnamed, I <laughs> overheard some executives talking about a um, an assistant manager position that was coming available. And so I was like, oh, my goodness, yes, I'm very interested in that. And I remember uh, the lady turned to me and she laughed and she said, oh, honey, if you're going to grow in this industry, people are going to have to be able to pronounce your name. And I was like, oh, wow. Um, And so, of course, I started, you know, putting out my resume because obviously I didn't want to work for that company anymore. And the one thing that I found is that I wasn't getting calls back with the resumes that had my birth name on it. And so I decided to just make a little switch. And your first name being? Quatius. Okay. Yes. So I kept everything the same, the experience is the same, the education the same, um, and all I changed was the name, and I started getting callbacks. So instead of it saying Quintia Smith, it said Lynette Smith. Correct. Yep, and so um, ever since then, I've just gone by Lynette um, in the industry because you know, listening to this lady, well, if I want to grow in the industry, people are going to have to pronounce my name. <laughs> so here we are. So, so you would apply with, with, and you weren't getting any calls back. Then you changed your name. It went by your middle name on your uh, resume. And then you got, so was there a specific company that you applied? They didn't call you back. And then you sent the exact same resume with Lynette and then they called you back. There were multiple companies. Yes. Wow. And so when what went through your mind where you sent the resumes and nobody responded or very little response? And then you just, all you did is change your name. And then like, what went through your mind? Like, should I do that? Like, was it an acceptance things? Like what was going through your mind when you did that? Well, I knew that 
I and I gave this speech at my master's uh, graduation commencement ceremony. And I know I knew that I wanted to, you know, be somebody. I knew that I wanted to be, you know, great in the industry. And, you know, if this executive is telling me that people are going to have to pronounce my name, I mean, I get it. Um, it was a completely different time back then where things that are acceptable now in corporate America uh, were not accepted back then. So I, I, I did it. I conformed because, like I said, I wanted to do great things and I wanted to grow in the industry to broadcast my talents. And it. now that I look back on it, it was probably one of the, and I'm going to say a strong word, it was probably one of the most degrading things that I've ever done to myself. Because, you know, my name is me. It's who I am. Um, If I could go back, would I, you know, do it again? Would I conform? Would I change the name? It's still a touchy situation. So I I don't know. And did you feel that you were driven? Was this like, okay, this is what it is and I have to do this? Or was this like, you know, driven Was something driving you to be like, I want to get this next job and, and I want to move up and I'm willing, I guess, to. So it was one of those things. So it was one of those things where it's like, you know, although my name is my name, it doesn't define who I am. So what I'll do is I'll, you know, make a name for myself in this industry and then I'll come out and say, hey, look, I'm Quartius. The same, you know, person that is doing this, the same person that's doing that, the same person that has accomplished this goal and that goal have, you know, this talent. I'm still, I'm still Quartiz. You know, after meeting you and hearing the whole story, like I started to think about it from my perspective. And for those that don't know, I'm I'm Jewish and I'm Orthodox and Moshe is a Hebrew name. and, And there are many people in my community who they have Hebrew names and a lot of Hebrew names are difficult to say and pronounce and, and write. And a lot of folks in my community will have either a legal English name that they use, or, or they'll even make up one to use at work. Um, and, and that's a normal thing in, in our circles. We're just like, Hey, like people need to be able to pronounce our name. And, and it's not looked at as like, you know, this is somebody robbing me of my identity or that this is, um, you know, you know, s- somebody else like compromising on something, but uh, you know, this is just like, Hey, it, we have a, you know, our values, our culture, and this is what we are. And I don't need everybody to, I'm not trying to impose, you know, my religion or my views or anybody. And, and if I can make it easier for somebody to pronounce my name, um, you know, I've thought about that. And, and, and many people like who have more complicated Hebrew names, they, they make that adjustment and it's not, it's, 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 it's trying to make it work and not taking it as a personal, like, oh, people don't like Hebrew names. They're just, they're different. Right. But you know what I think the difference is? I don't know if people are afraid to just ask. Back then, I feel like that they would rather just not call me and just pass up on an opportunity to, you know, hire me than to be in an uncomfortable situation of having to ask, how do you pronounce your name? I mean, it's as simple as that. 
how do you pronounce your name? I don't find that, you know, I don't take offense to that. You know, I would rather for you to ask than to, you know, mispronounce it. Just ask. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. And, and, you know, people often like, will want to ask me questions about either my name or my religion. And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to answer and I'm, share and i think that a lot of people are uncomfortable with uncomfortableness and mm-hmm. and therefore they just they shy away from that people don't like to talk to strangers they don't like to ask questions about things that they don't know i mean even at naa like i was going up to people and introducing myself and, and people were like what are you doing and i'm like what do you mean what i'm doing this is this is a conference and a networking event and i'm here to meet n- new people and, and learn new things and and it's amazing how people were uncomfortable with that <clears throat> but then afterwards they you know they thanked me um, and, 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 and talking about, you know, at work, we're not supposed to talk about religion. We're not supposed to talk about politics or, or touchy subjects, but like there can be a safe space to have healthy conversations that people can learn from each other and, and understand. Um, and I think that a lot of people just avoid understanding and question, like wanting to understand others. And they just, um, but I think what, what what's really in, critical about your story is that, you know, in your situation, people were coming to a conclusion based on a name, basically, right? Like nothing changed except for the name. And so they were saying, okay, this is not somebody we want to based on whether whether it was just racism, whether it was just stupidity, whatever it was that they were dismissing that. And all you did is make that tiny little change in the name and one, your, your willingness. And I, I would call it grit. I don't know if you would call it grit, but your determination and your grit to say like, Hey, I'm going to move up and I'm going to get this. And this is what I had to do not mm-hmm. the most ideal. It, it really reminds me of, of Jackie Robinson's story where Jackie Robinson is very interesting. And he actually had a reputation before he played for the Dodgers and becoming the first uh, black baseball player in major league baseball. He had a reputation for getting into fights. I think he even got arrested one time for responding to racist situations. And the Dodgers told them when they hired or they agreed, they signed him. They said like, this can only work if you don't respond. Because everybody's going to pepper you with racist things. And if you're going to respond, then they're going to kick you out and it's not going to work. And it's fascinating. Ryan Holiday writes this in one of his books. I don't know if it's ego is the enemy or the obstacle is the way, but this, his determination to look, you know, I have to, he has to be patient and tolerate some stuff that nobody should have to tolerate. Like it's, it's crazy what happened to him, but his, his determination and his grit to, um, absorb that and not ruin it um put it like opened up the gates um for for others and uh mm-hmm. and i think like in, in in a way like you did that you're i don't know if you feel like jackie robinson but you you did the same thing like you know you, like why should i have to change my name that's me but okay if this is what i have to do in order to right. get in and then i can now you've become a voice for people understanding more and right so if jackie robinson would have retaliated right away and, and then got like, where, where would we be today? You know, I, I'm not, but hopefully eventually it would have, would have worked out. But you, you, you've now taken that, you know, this is, you, you basically put your, I, I, can I say that you put your ego to the side and say, Hey, I'm, I'm going to make this work. And now once I, I'm in, I can now open the door for others and, and help mm-hmm. other people to understand. And, um, I think a lot of people would not have done what you did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so too. Um, I've always been the type of person that just gets stuff done. Like 
if someone puts up a roadblock or a door, okay, I can't get in this way. So I'll find another way around it. That's how I've always been. That's how I live, you know, my, my, my day-to-day life. Because in life, we are going to be um, up against obstacles. We're going to have challenges. And if we choose to just accept that challenge and just do nothing about it, how are we going to grow? So using your analogy, it, you know, the door is closed and locked. So we could kick and scream that the door is locked or we could, you know, do what, you know, you did and, and try to find another door. How do we go around it? And, um, you know, everybody's different and every, you know, I'm not making saying that, you know, being Jewish and, and being black is the exact same thing, but, you know, we face a lot of anti-Semitism. Um, mm. you know, people have hated us for years and, and, you know, most of the time, um, we, you know, we view ourselves as, you know, survivors like, okay, the door's closed. We're going to go find another door. We'll go build our own door. Um, right. do we, do we like people closing the door on us? Do we like, you know, in the earth, you know, after the world war two, you know, how many Jews regularly lost their jobs because they wouldn't, they couldn't work on Saturday. And it's like, if you weren't here on Saturday, you know, don't oh. come back on, on Monday or Sunday, whatever it was. And, and that was, a, that was a huge challenge. Um, and so the attitude was like, okay, this is, we're not going to change them. Let's, you know, how do we start our own business? Um, yeah. yeah. And so I, I like that. The door's closed. Go find, go find another way around. Another um, way around. Before, you know, before we wrap up, is there any, any message that you want to share? We don't have the biggest audience yet, but it's getting bigger. But um, for those curious folks uh, on this topic, is there any final message you want to share on that? Yeah. And it's, it's simple. Don't quit. Don't give up. Never, never quit, never give up there. Most of the time, there's always another way. You just have to put in the work to find it. Excellent. I love it. Um, so we, 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 we finish off with, with maybe we call them curious questions instead of random questions. But um, what's a place that you have visited either for vacation, for business that you recommend to travel to? A cool place to go to? Oh, Alaska. Alaska. Definitely cool. have to go to Alaska. I went to Alaska um, last year to see the Aurora and it was amazing. So if you haven't had the chance to visit Alaska, I would definitely recommend it. It's cold, but it's beautiful. <laughs> what time of year did you go? We went in March. And was, uh, was it mostly sunlight or mostly dark that time of year? It, I think it started to get dark around, probably around seven. So it, we, we had a, a good bit of um, sunlight. Okay. Um, what's something you purchased in the last 12 months or so that you would recommend for others? Hmm. So if you have kids, <laughs> I have these little, they're, they're like little plug-in doorbells that you can put in different um rooms of your house in in case you don't want to invest in like, you know, a high end intercom system. And whenever I need, so each kid has one in their room and I have a little file that's color coordinated to the child's room. So if I needed to, you know, call one of the kids, if I'm downstairs in the theater and I need someone, you know, that's upstairs, I can just ring the the bell and it'll ring to their room and they, they come. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. What is it? What is that called? I do, I don't know the, the exact name for it, but I did. I got it off of Amazon, and it was like the best eighty nine dollars I have ever spent. Okay, so they're plug in intercoms. Well, it's basically. like it's almost like a doorbell. 
Oh, it's so just like rings. You don't talk to it. It just it's right. it pages them. Yes. Okay. Yes. Paging. Okay. Cool. Um. And what is your you know favorite movie or Broadway show? If I had to pick right now, um, I would say Tina the musical. That was hands down just amazing. I flew into New York myself and one of my good friends, and we um it, it was just amazing. It was amazing. Okay, great. Mrs. Smith, this has been fantastic. Thank you for sharing your story and sharing your message to others. Uh, don't give up. Thank you.